having, you know, Molly as like just this super curator of art and, and people, um, it was kind of cool from the outside looking in and the inside looking out to see her just create this vision just from scratch, just from mm-hmm. a very, like a simple conversation to the biggest black art, you know, installation in my estimation, probably the past 10, 20 years in the city, maybe ever. Welcome to Success Leaves Clues podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, this is Gary Brackett, and welcome to another episode of Success Leaves Clues. I'm extremely grateful to have two of my friends here locally in Indianapolis here on the show, cultural influencers, 40 under 40, long list of resumes, and they join me today in the evening because they got full-time jobs, <laughs> um, so they work around the clock, man, so I'm fortunate to have Molly Jeffress and Alan Bacon on the show. Welcome, guys. How you guys doing? Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We are happy to be here. We're excited. Awesome, awesome. So, um, it's awesome. First time you guys... Uh, been in the studio, um, on the show, and the name of the show is Success Leaves Clues, right? So both of you guys have been successful in your own right. Yeah. I think, um, Molly, everything you've done in the city, all the cultural influences that you had, and, and Alan, um, obviously president of a college, yeah. and now you're rolling out with the United Way. Yeah. So two leaders inside the community. So I just wanted to have you guys on, talk about some of the things over last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That was very yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, but first, I think I just want to like have you guys introduce yourself. Like, okay. uh, who is Molly Jeffers, and like, what is she all about? Who's Yikes. Molly Jeffers? Yeah, that is a dynamic question, and my mind doesn't even go to like towards my career when you ask that. But since you want to know about me professionally, I call myself a cultural entrepreneur, mm. and so I look for opportunities to build, create, connect culture, and so that can look like a lot of different things, right? Um, but Right now, I am a creative director for a project, for an ad campaign. I'm doing some work with the Indianapolis Cultural Trail on their expansion, um, specifically around the art of the expansion and the community engagement. Um, Obviously working on the mural project, which has taken up more of my life than I expected to. Um, And a couple other things here and there. Also, so cultural entrepreneur. So define that. So I'm a corporation. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to invest somewhat in the culture in the city. Okay. Like, like what, what? Walk me through. What do you? What do you do to help me out? I think the entrepreneur part is more like I'm a free agent, right? So mm. I'm a free agent of culture. So I'm almost like a broker. So if you're a corporation, you come to me, um, and I help solve your problem creatively, right? Yeah. You're trying to get more X or more Y. And I say, okay, how can we infuse the culture and build the culture while solving your problem? Right. And so it's kind of, yeah, that's how and, I And I think it's, it. um, I think for you, you've spent years building relationships. Absolutely. You know, where yep. maybe some cultivating relationships. Absolutely. That maybe these corporations don't have. So right, right. Using, right. Uh, so then it's authentic and right. it's genuine. And I'm using, relying on real life experiences and people mm-hmm. that I've met over the last forever, you know, Social my whole capital. life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can uh, not use your social capital, but you can leverage your social capital. You can leverage your network. You can leverage your friends, you know, because uh, we're all because towards the goal of building culture and building Indianapolis. All right. That's beautiful. Um, what, what about you? Like, what, what, where are you currently at? Like, like what was a little bit of your background? 
What, can you tell them no. to watch that? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, born and raised here in Indianapolis, um, went to uh, Indiana University, came out in 2003, and from that point, I started my career working for Harrison College, mm-hmm. uh, formerly Indiana Business College. I spent 12 years wow. at Harrison <clears throat> in a lot of different roles, um, so it, it felt fresh. It didn't feel like 12 years. The last three years of my tenure there, I was campus president. So I was appointed campus president. This is back in 2015. Uh, at the time, the only black president I knew was Barack. Right. So I think I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like me and Obama. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, did, um, so that, that was that was a blast, and just you know having that role um, really allowed me to grow within the community mm-hmm. as well. But with the um, just the, the trajectory of the for-profit education, and when ITT closed down, I mean, I, def- I couldn't see past you know the next two months. Like, where is this you know going? So I decided to. To make a change then so i started working for an it consulting firm based out of here in indianapolis but they have a large enterprise in johannesburg south africa wow. so i know we'll talk about some travel today you know at some point hopefully but um yeah so did a lot of travel back and forth from johannesburg to to nap and you know that was a, a, a great experience and i think that's kind of what led me to my current role at united way just being over there, seeing poverty from a very different lens, not saying that we don't have poverty here in Indy, but it looks a lot different, you know, uh, in, in places around the world. So wanted to get back into more of a community-facing type role. Um, so the, joined United Way as a senior director of social innovation. So what that is, is really just me finding new creative ideas, strategies, and just answering the question, like, what are we not doing currently in our communities to help fight poverty? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, it's really trying to, you know, fight poverty from a lens of, of innovation and, you know, forward thinking to, to, you know, help people experience more upper mobility right. in the city. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I read the article. Um, you also uh, write blogs for the Indianapolis Recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah the last yeah. one was about um, the black church and specifically um, using funds or being like a liaison mm-hmm. to some of the funds that kind of right. um, provide like resources for their communities. Yeah, absolutely, man. So we, I think that's what I'm trying to bring as much as possible to just the traditional modes of, of funding and mm-hmm. philanthropy. So it's like, you know, for us, the black church is the pillar in our in our community, mm-hmm. in every, you know, black community. So I think, you know, funneling money through that entity will allow uh, the funds to, to go wider Every and level deeper. Of service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, just, and it just almost just augments, you know, just the level of service that we can, right. you know, deliver in our own communities. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And, and they're probably they one of the best places, right? Because they really know the residents. Of Absolutely. The yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they've been the anchor for decades and decades and decades and decades. Yeah. Like, how many churches do you see in the hood? Like, just, I mean, they're a part of the community. I mean, there's no, you know, better, you know, place to funnel money and disseminate, you know, resources to than, you know, the churches. Yeah. Awesome. You sound so smart. Man, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I felt like I killed it. Y'all both came up with like job titles that no one has ever heard before. <laughs> <You got to. laughs> right. So congratulations. Um, so real quick, uh, I think you guys uh, are a couple, right? We are. How, how long have you yeah. guys have been dating? We don't know the answer to that for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say. Yeah, but it's somewhere around. We met in September, at the end of September. And so this September coming up will be like six, six seven, years that yeah. we've known each other. But we've been dating for, I don't know, like two and a half ish. This, this, this might be our third summer or is second. Man. That's a good question. Well, what does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't at this point, right? You're happy. Right. Um, 
I think the the great thing, obviously, just being a fan of you all, um, and just like how transparent, authentic you guys have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you guys love to do as a couple is travel. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so you guys, I think, have your own IG page, right? Was is that still alive? That still it's still alive. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's but, kind of like our little own place in the world, just to, for you know something that's yeah. just about us, and we can yeah. talk about travel, we can talk about corny things, we can talk about anything there. Yes. Yeah, we, we rapping in the car. Yeah, uh, that too. <laughs> Alan and Molly on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. no, but I mean, we met, you know, uh, originally on a leadership exchange trip. Um, we met out of town. By the so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we met in Nashville, so we didn't you know, even know each other while living in the city and just our past just from a leadership perspective just, you know, crossed. And uh, you know, I think just being the only two the black youngest, leaders, the black youngest, leaders. I mean, they're like on that trip, we just automatically just kinda gravitated towards, you know, each other. And uh yeah, I mean this you know that and that was kinda like just the beginning of me recognizing, oh, there's someone else my same age in this leadership, you know, circle, which is right. you know really, really, really dope at the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel bad. I've been invited plenty of times on that trip that have not come. I, Man, I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've even, I've even seen also... your picture on <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I definitely got Mike. I'm gonna come one of these years. I promise. Um, I think they just sent out like an invite or something. Well, like that. I was just wondering, is it Did happening I, this year? Or I no? don't know. Maybe we do a virtual trip somewhere. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go uh, definitely crazy, but that's dope. So in terms of the travel, like where are some of the, like your your highlights of travel? Like where are some of the best places that you all? Went? Well, you mentioned South Africa with your work, so you've been three times, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got yeah. to go two of the times, yeah. so that was crazy. Yo, it was going crazy. to Joburg and just, I mean, being in a completely different world, right. right? I mean, you just learn so much every second of the day being there about who you are, yeah. you know, as a black person and what black That's even right. means yeah, yeah. and what uh, color means and what culture means and what poverty means. It's all different, right? So it completely... Go ahead, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just like, saying dude, that, <laughs> that that was a cool experience for me to have twice. No, I mean, yeah. like, I've never felt less black in my life than mm. being in Africa just because, like, you know, when you're having conversations with, you know, them over there and just, you're kind of leading with black... But everybody's black in Africa, so it's like they're not. It's not nothing that you talk about. So right. like when you you know kind of you know try to identify with someone, and you know what you have is like your melanin. That's how we identify each other here in the states. I, so I know anybody is black, just kind of how you how you look. And then we have like the subculture of hip hop and things of that nature. But over there, I mean, you know, they'll talk about their tribe, the amount of languages they speak. The food they eat, mm-hmm. you know, they can trace back their ancestors, you know, generations. They told me what tribe I'm from. Yo, right? um, <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, so I think so, and that just makes you feel like, oh man, we really actually don't have a strong connectivity to who, who we, we are. are as a people, and then um, which is just kind of opens your eyes in, in a lot of different areas. But I think Africa was a great experience, but probably not our. That wasn't our favorite. Trip. No, it's not a favorite trip, man. Yeah. So are you gonna say what the favorite? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just wondering if we're going to say the same thing. So Italy was definitely our favorite, and we've been to both Florence and Venice. That was our first kind of like real date. It was going to, so Alan asked me one day if I wanted to go with him to see Lenny Kravitz. Mm. and Because Lenny Kravitz is his favorite, and he was going on tour, and I guess he hadn't been on tour for a while, whatever. I'm... He's fine with me, but I'm not a fan. Right, right. And so, so <laughs> um, Alan is actually a rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I told him to bring it, right? But he, he gave me a whole string. I'm going to play one of these times. 
I said, no, I was like, you, you pick anywhere. Yeah, he was like, look performing. at the tour, and, yeah. and you can pick any place that he's touring. I think he thought I was going to pick someplace in the yeah, state. Yeah, I, I was hoping for Denver. And I was like, let me, <laughs> let me, let me find out more about this guy. Let me find out more about him. And I was like, ooh, I want to go to Italy. She's like, I've always wanted to go to Italy. And so I respond back, and he's like, cool. I was like, cool, after I kind of checked my bank. Who paid for the Italy trip? Like, first time dating, let's, like... It was a first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asked yeah. Me, right? yeah he so, asked me. Right, he invited yeah. me to the concert. Right, so, yeah. Al Rox is yeah. the dude, man. Yeah, yeah. They had a meme. The reason I asked, it was funny. It was like a meme saying, like, how, how uh, long do you have to know someone... To, to to write them like on the, like uh, a vacation. Oh, and how long to save the money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude was like, I, I have a long take for to save the money. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. But, no, yeah, I yeah. made the gentleman. He took care. No, of that's all yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I rock with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a good trip. And we actually didn't even uh, see Lenny Kravitz in Italy because I messed things up and. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Tell me what it. you did. I we got to the airport <laughs> and my passport wasn't updated. Yo. It was wow. pretty wild. It was yeah. wild. You so can't had, go on vacations like and your passport is expired. I, I had no gotta, idea. I so it was like, it, was, it wasn't expired. It, it was like, it expired oh, in no, two months. It wasn't expired. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. check it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, like, it nah. It expired in two nah, months nah, and they were like, you can't be yeah. this close to the expiration. But that's yeah. like, who knew that? Yeah, that's like, we can't get on a plane. It was like, call Paris. Call <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> the connected flight. Yeah, yeah, tell Paris real quick that, uh, that we come. Yeah, that is a thing. I do remember having to deal with that at one point. Now we know. Yeah. Now you know. That's awesome. But we got there. And yeah, it was amazing. It was super dope. Yeah. So, um, the reason I got brought you guys on the, on uh, last weekend, something amazing happened, right? So yeah. you guys um, kind of obviously you had help as well. Mm-hmm. I guys just want to talk about it because we've seen it like around the country, the Absolutely. whole Black Lives Matter. Yep. Um, painting mm-hmm. on like uh, streets in downtown mm-hmm. and areas. I think the first one was maybe DC. Yep. And then um, where the second one? Charlotte, maybe Seattle. Uh, I don't think Charlotte was second. Uh, I don't know who was second. Right. It all they all just started popping up around right. the country yeah. after DCs. So what it is, is like on a major uh, intersection mm-hmm. in downtown of an area, mm-hmm. um, a big mural of Black Lives Matter right. like are, are, is written on the street. And, right. I, and it's amazing. I don't know about you guys, just experience over the last few months, um, obviously being in the corporate America, mm-hmm. um, there's been so many conversations mm-hmm. about Black Lives Matter. Because mm-hmm. before, it's just like, we were, it was labeled as a hate group. Right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you were yeah, kind of yeah. hesitant to engage. But now, like, everyone has a clear understanding, <laughs> right. like, yo, no. Oh, no, it just means we have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just matter. Just matter. Just matter. But there's just like, the whole thing is like, yo, we're on the block and my house is on fire and your cat's in the in, in the mm-hmm. tree. Like, I mm-hmm. hope you would say, fireman, his house is on fire. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take care of that, right? And I feel like that's the case with. Um, blacks, you know, in America, mm-hmm. the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but now, like seeing that being on the street, and that, like, how did that come about? Uh, as far as you guys, yeah, cur- curating that or mm-hmm. connecting with people, how did that all come about? Um, so, yes, Mayor <laughs> Bauer in um, DC kind of revealed their mural. It was a giant, mm-hmm. you know, across the block, um, bold yellow letters that said Black Lives Matter. And I turned to Alan and I said, is that something that we could do in Indianapolis? You know, is that something that we could do? Is that something we could pull off? And, you know, I think it was the next day. It wasn't even right away, but we had another conversation. It was like, I think I could do it. Like, I want it to happen here. And I don't think anybody would expect Indianapolis necessarily to have one. And so it's like, if we can pull it off, 
you know, let's, so, let's so, try I mean, it. But the decent one was like a month ago, six, I mean, it was a while ago. It was a while ago, ago. Yeah, maybe yeah, two yeah, months yeah. ago yeah. at this point. Yeah, and yeah. so it, it did kind of feel like, is it too late? Right. You know, is it going to feel like a kind of a copycat thing? But at the same time, again, other cities around the country are popping up saying, us too, us too. Like, we're right, engaging right. in the conversation and it's like... I think it's more of like a, a, a solidarity thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah unification. Because right. even like what was really dope was just about the protest and, and everything that was occurring maybe a few weeks ago, months ago now. Yeah. Um, that like even across the world, mm-hmm. they were protesting. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that this was thing, wild. unifying thing. And I think the scariest thing, like for the people on top, is for everyone to actually like. Exactly, to unify. get together, to yeah. unify. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if no, we all bring it to India and I just yeah. have that side of here, right. I think it's just extremely dope. Yeah, I think, it, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, mean, I think, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, um, having, you know, Molly as like just this super curator of art and, and people, um, it was kind of cool from the outside looking in and the inside looking out to see her just create this vision just from scratch, just from mm-hmm. a very, like a simple conversation to the biggest black art, you know, installation in my estimation, probably the past 10, 20 years in the city, maybe ever. Right. So I think it, it rivals some of the top, you know, art installations that you know we've, we've created in, in Indianapolis. And like, it's, it's the actual message that's so super dope, but like to have, you know, it, on Indiana Avenue mm-hmm. and how that's connected to our history. Like, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm a musician, but you know, my father was a musician who gigged with, you know, Babyface and, and After Seven. And uh, my great, great uncle, uh, his name Trevor Bacon, was a famous jazz musician who played and gigged with Lucky Millinder, but also played on wow. Indiana Avenue, like from that. Um, so I think it's, just, it's, it's a lot of history that we don't know about, but that was a, uh, a bustling area just for mm-hmm. black business, creatives, music. We had West Montgomery came, you know, Dave Baker. So there's, there's so many legends of just jazz and bebop where like Indy was actually like the place to be mm-hmm. before Chicago, before, I mean, it rivaled New York. So yeah. like, yeah, people my, traveled here for music and culture was it, and the because, arts. Was it the, the Madam C.J. Walker thing? Was it that? That, that, helped, that, yeah, that was anchor. That, that was anchor. Yeah. yeah. But all along yeah. that, that street. Indiana, yeah. Right. Business, yeah. record shops, barber shops, clubs. Yeah. All kind of stuff on Indiana Avenue. And, you know, people ask, why would you put this mural there when in every other city it's like facing the state capitol or their city county building? And so, you know, there were murmurings about that. But Indianapolis is unique in that we have Indiana Avenue. And people from every, all around the country traveled here. And so it's like, well, if we have that here, why wouldn't we highlight the significance of that street and that history? And why wouldn't we even educate people on what happened there and what? Right, because there. it almost serves as well, not almost. It serves as a monument, right? right. I, I've seen people yeah, actually you know, take their kids downtown yeah. and Yo, take pictures of it. Right? Man, and, like, and, that, and that's probably the most enduring part of this piece. Because out of all the the early, you know, backlash and the naysayers of, you know, no, I don't, no I don't, one was I, sucking trash. Yeah, no, no one was hating on this. <laughs> no, man, but like, it just to, to see like a grandmother bringing her mm. granddaughter there and being emotional and just talking about. Just like what the area used to be, and just like you know, you know, for me that kind of blew me away, just because like I just saw just the connectivity and just the power of like aligning and bringing together our entire mm-hmm. community. You know, right. what I'm from the generational, older, all, generation, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. So that, that's the, the super but cool part of it. But it's interesting that yeah. you mentioned that, just because that's the the sentiment that I had yesterday when we went to visit. I'm calling it the site now because it yeah, yeah. felt like um, a memorial site, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it felt um, 
serious and that it's something that you should respect. And then when you see people like kneeling to take pictures or mothers of the victims that, you know, whose names are written in this mural, yeah. like that was powerful. Michael yeah. Taylor's mom came yeah. and Mikhail yes, Rose's yeah. dad, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. like it was, it was, there was a kind of a feeling of reverence. And that's so, our community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so why was that? Um, Cause I know the one in DC was just like straight yellow mm -hmm. paint, right? Mm -hmm. But yours is curated a little bit different. Talk to me a little bit about yeah. like how you organize to get the artists out mm -hmm. there. I mean, you made an event. That was, Man, yeah, that, that was, was the fun part for me. Super, yeah, yeah. So it, I was actually really inspired by Charlotte's mural. They okay. were the first one that I saw that looked good. Um, and, you know, not w one color, not just block letters mm -hmm. in one color. It was like artists had creative freedom. And so I called uh, Indie 10 Black Lives Matter because they're kind of our Indianapolis chapter of the larger movement. Mm -hmm. And they connected me with somebody else who wanted to do the block party portion of the event and so the four of us just started working together and right away it was we counted out the characters you know mm -hmm. how many letters yeah. and symbols are in black lives matter and what if we include the hashtag and what if we include the fist mm -hmm. so there were 18 and it's like well just hire 18 artists you know yeah. then it then it can come to life then it can be different wow. then it can be unique um and what's so dope is like 18 that. black artists though. 18 black yeah, artists yeah, so just like i mean just people came from everywhere i mean when you put the when you hit it out on social media mm -hmm. just artists super dope you know people as well yeah just the response yeah. i want to wow. paint i want to paint and we didn't even tell people initially that it was going to be designed by artists people just the community just wanted to roll yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, color yeah, we chose yeah, yeah and you know so it was but what a you know great opportunity to hire and highlight mm -hmm. black artists that live and work here that mm -hmm. need gigs you know and yeah, that are sure. amazing they're just yeah. amazing artists and especially like during like you know covid and just this time you know in in place in in, in the world of society i mean it's, it's hard for performing artists you know visual artists we also had you know performing artists a part of the uh the event over the weekend as, as well which is like yeah so super dope no, that's amazing. I think you guys, I mean, this isn't nothing new. I remember like uh, the little interview, y'all talking and walking down the street about the whole little photo shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Uh, that's a creative, uh, when we did the, uh, the the creative picture downtown with the kids, remember the kids down there? No. Okay. Babe, the kids were on the circle. We just, everybody came on the circle. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> wait. Listen, we are working on like oh four God. hours of sleep yeah. like for the last the three weeks. It has been amazing, but it has been a yeah. labor of no, love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I was like, man, if you hear me right now, I'm about to take my phone out. <laughs> like, babe, like, this is you. Yeah. So, the, um, so back to the mirror. The, um, so what's the like, the time frame? How long was it going to be out there for? Like, when can people go see it? Like, what, what's all the information in yeah. terms of, uh, in regards mm -hmm. to, like, some of that stuff? There have been hundreds of people already who have come down to see it, right? Mm -hmm. So we've been out there working and painting since Friday. And so anybody can go right now. Right. The street is, or the, this, the block is still blocked off to cars. And then around the art, there are bike racks to prevent people from coming in. But uh, there's still been a ton of visitors. And it'll be blocked off to cars until Thursday at least. Yeah. Right. So we're trying to get the city to extend that period just because i mean it, it it's art and it's magnificent art it's the work uh is so well done but knowing as soon as that street opens with the car traffic and, and everything else i mean it's, it's going to start to deteriorate mm -hmm. so however long that we can keep it you know preserved um is, is the goal and just the way to do that is actually just to you keep know, it away from cars closer, and yeah. you know try to deter vandalism that way also for as long as we can keep it blocked off so yeah. we're going to try to keep it 
um, closed to cars and open to people for as long as possible. But anybody can go at any yeah. time right now, get up close to it, see it, um, you know. Yeah, it's open. Have they, have they ever tried to, in any other cities, has there been any precedent in terms of like like painting that like on a, a permanent structure, mm-hmm. like a wall or something like mm-hmm. that, that maybe yeah. that could last, last us there long? Probably. I have seen it. I've seen, I don't remember which city it was, but it's on the street and then it's also on the wall right next to it. Mm, like, on yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, just yeah. in case whatever happens with that. Most of them have been on the street, though. I think that sends a different message, maybe. And you yeah. have more real estate. Wow, yeah, the yeah. paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, but speaking of vandalism, though, I mean, that's like a real legit threat. There's a lot of, you right. know, groups and you know, people that don't, you know, really rock with Black Lives Matter, uh, right. and especially here in, in Indiana. Um, so during the same time that, you know, we planned to start the uh, the painting, there was two anti-Black Lives Matter protests mm-hmm. that were happening just a block away. And, you know, they're bringing, you know, artillery and everything else. But our Black Lives Matter team um, has their own security. Mm-hmm. So we had Humvees and, you know, AK-47 just like all around the perimeter. It's almost like we was like painting you know, in doing this art in mm-hmm. like a, we in a compound. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, yeah, but it felt safe and it felt joyful yeah. because of that because, you know, we were kind of covered. Yeah, didn't nobody want no smoke with G.I. Joe out there. <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah, there yeah. are real threats of vandalism yeah. even now, yeah. you know, all over social media and on People the news. People are posting stuff. We're going to, you know, put ass, pour ass, we're gonna asphalt on it. going to on it yeah, and like, like, I'm going to, whatever you do with your car, burn it, burn out. Burn your, out. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so it, it's so unfortunate that we live in a culture of, that in order to like disagree with, like you can't have your own stance without yeah, disagreeing yeah, yeah. with someone else's. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So for yeah, them, right. that being beautiful, powerful, yeah. sentimental to that avenue, right. they right. just can't have that. Mm-hmm. You have to hate on that to mm-hmm. then see yeah, what crazy. your stance is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But or you can just leave it alone. Just like, leave it alone. Stand, right. Just, <laughs> yeah, why you yeah, have yeah. to everybody act? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can hate without pouring asphalt on the mural. Yeah, yeah. Or you can paint your own mural somewhere else. Right, yeah, straight up. Yeah, just go do your own. Like, why do you have to like knock minds and figure and that's the whole thing about because um, I think obviously the name of the podcast Success Me Clues I think a lot of stuff that you all do right it's probably a little bit controversial mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah and I found like personally unfortunately like some of the biggest uh, opposition is people of color mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah. so how do you deal with that yeah. how, how, how would you suggest other people who want to get involved want to get back want to do mm-hmm. something amazing like that I mean, how should they go about, what type of mind frame should they have when, when they're, you know, thinking about doing something, some amazing work? Mm. Um, the mindset that I kind of carry around is just kind of two pieces of advice, maybe even three, but the two that come to mind are always be open to other perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody is pushing back, there's something that they want to say. You know, I have something that I want to say. I just might not deliver it in the same mm-hmm. way, but like listen to the perspective, ask questions and try to learn. You might not disagree with it, but there's always an opportunity to learn, which is the second uh, kind of tool that I keep with me. There's within everything, every hour, every conversation, every visit, every tour, there's something to learn from all of it. And there's always a way to apply that to your life, to your career, what you're you're working on. Um, But everything is a learning opportunity and that's kind of how I approach every little thing and you get much more out of life and out of every conversation keeping that in mind yeah and also like understand like you know when to act and just when to let let it go i think just when you do Mm. reach a certain like level i'm not saying like we're you know this whatever but it's like 
you know, a lot of people start coming after you, whether it could be, you know, jealousy, right. they may want your spot, or, you know, they may think, you know, you're not doing as good of a job as, you know, in your current role or, or position. But, you know, we just try to take it all in uh, perspective that, you know, we're doing this work for a very meaningful cause. Like, we're trying to do this for the culture. And just like everybody that has hated on us on our way up here, we still want to help. Um, and that's kind of how, you know, how we see things as well. We're, we're, we're not going to stop. Uh, moving forward, but at the end of the day, we're not gonna, you know, stop looking back either. So we're gonna, we're gonna bring everybody along with us. Nah, that's dope. I, I love a quote that says like, um, "Don't argue with negative people because they'll take you down to that level and meet mm. you with experience." Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because yeah. so many times, yeah. like, if yeah. you're not yeah. in that position, if you don't come to that mindset, mm -hmm. they gonna go to ten, and you only want to go to three. Right. So the perception <laughs> right. is that mm. they won. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Zero. Right. Yeah. And they on ten. Mm -hmm. Then they look then, like a fool. Right, right. right. Exactly. So, so and that's what happened with the mural. Yeah, nah, exactly. So <laughs> just like so many times, like silence mm -hmm. and peace. And, silence and, is a powerful tool. Yes, yes, right. It's, it's, it's amazing. Just keep so, working. So, uh, cultural, um, little, little, uh, little uh, quiz like uh, oh. um, fa oh, fast, sure. fast uh, quiz in terms of just the culture, right? Uh -huh. so this is this will be like just cultural questions in terms of like who, <laughs> who was your favorite. Like cultural Indianapolis artists, like your favorite artists in the city, like um, right now. Uh, yes, living artists. My favorite artist is January York. She oh, has been my favorite January. for. Do you, I, I'm, she's dope. She's powerful. Man, you know what? I I'm gonna break this up at least to a little two parts. So my favorite group is Native Son. So shout out Bob, shout out Sleep. So artists, I'm talking about painting right now. They, You're talking about like, visual like, artists. Like visual, I, I was, visual you know, artists. I go, I, I go musician first. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Oh, okay. No. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm and January's not a visual artist, so I'll have to change my answer. She's All a poet. Right, so visual, so visual artists. Okay. And I have to pick one. Yes, we, we just had eighteen. Don't push. But just one. I'm gonna go first, so you won't steal mine. Just in case you was thinking about the King Nathaniel is my is my favorite right now. So we um, went to the, the protest the, the first night, and we just saw, you know, this you know uh, uh, young, young guy with a this, a fist. It was a, it was a painting of a fist, and it was dope. Molly was like, I want to buy that. Like, how much are you selling it for? He's like, I'm not you know really trying to sell this work with her, but you know maybe this work. So we just you know took his information, um, and you know you ended up. Uh, falling in, falling in, and just like now, I, I fallen a little bit. I, I did a piece on him in uh, the, the, the reporter for, for, for the column, and then yeah, so we, we hit him up for this this mural project, and just like super dope, great person, and then like his level of art is is super creative and, and, and uh, equally as dope, man. So that, that's my King Nathaniel shout out, man. I see you, bro. I guess I'll pick someone from the mural also, but she is my, my new favorite, and her name is Amaya Mims. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah. And what I like about her work is that she makes very strong statements, but mm. in a soft way, in a very beautiful way. And I, I just I think there's something very cool about that, especially her being a woman and how we can say, um, yeah, we can just make bold statements, but yeah. If you do it in a sophisticated way, if you put beauty on it, um, it can go further. Yeah. No, that's dope. 
So me, um, uh, Kevin West. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he, he's one of my uh, dudes that I rock with. But just recently, mm-hmm. I had uh, Paige, um, Positive P, I guess is, is her Instagram name. Okay. She playing a mural in the back, you know what yeah. I'm saying, in the gym. So awesome. it's pretty dope. So yeah. I rock with a little young Paige. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody gives she some shout outs today. You know what I'm yeah. All right, so um, let's go with DJ. 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 Oh. The arts. Who's your favorite DJ? You had a party. He was like, yo, we having it at the house. Like, who's going to be your DJ? Go ahead. Go well, I think Metronome is our favorite DJ. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not even a question. Yeah. 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 Metronome. 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 Yeah. DJ Metronome is. I mean, I went to you know play basketball uh, with, with Nick in middle school, so we go wow. we go back you know uh, a long time. See, I've been building like bricks for a minute. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah. And he's and he's. <laughs> He's super dope, man. He's super and dope. He's just yeah. a great guy. And he has a whole yeah. school, whole and program. And he academics. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. trust anyone you know who comes out of his school because he taught them. You know. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, so for me, um, I, limited party scene experience, but uh, DJ Todd, man, I've been rocking with for a okay, yeah, yeah, Top yeah, Todd. Ty, 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 Ty. Oh, yeah. Ty. Yeah. Hey, he sound like a better. Sounds about Ty. Sounds about Ty. Sounds about Ty. Yeah. Sounds about Ty. Yeah. Sounds about Ty. 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 Deanna Dixon is from Indianapolis and is my favorite, but she just moved to Atlanta. We lost her. Was she on a count mm-hmm. Okay, so does she count? Nah. When did she just move? Is it, is it like a... Yeah, yeah. Back, she, Could that thing fall out? Has she, get... she been out for a year? She's been, it's been a couple years. Yeah, nah, exactly. you got to okay. right. Okay, you go. Uh, I was going to say, uh, let me see. My favorite out right now, hands down, without a doubt, I'm going to say Melina Simone. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get. Hey, listen. You, you ain't gonna give me on camera talking about no other girl. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go on. Oh, that, that's her uh, alter ego, Melinda Simone, Molly Jefferson. Yes. So, uh, hey, nah, I, I, I gotta go home, Jay. Smart man, man. <laughs> I gotta go home. I respect that. Alright, so so you got yeah. so you're not a woman, so you can't. Yeah. What, what, so man, right. so now can, I can take two. Yeah. Man, two. I'm thinking. So I maybe I just want to say that I the. Female black voice is my favorite instrument. Up, yeah. I yeah. love the depth of our voice, the strength, the history in our voice, and the things we can do with our voice that nobody else can do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I hesitate to even like choose somebody. Ooh, Okara Imani, I have recently discovered in the past year, and her okay. voice is beautiful. And she hit it the... Uh, yeah, and she yeah. was one of the performers, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome, awesome. So uh, old school again, uh, Stacey McCracken. Um, that's old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, <laughs> that's yours. Yeah, it is. Nice. I'm, I'm old, man. No, no, it's great. <laughs> so yeah, we are the same. I don't know the same age. Young, I don't know young artists, <laughs> but I don't, I don't go out. So it's like I aged. Long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fine wine. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> by, the, by the way, yeah, by the way, yeah, by, 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 by the good stuff. So uh, so let me see. Like so, looking for in in this future, right? Just from the cultural side. Like what? What do you think is next? Like mm-hmm. what? What's what's something that India is missing that could potentially be, um, you know, life changing? That potentially mm-hmm. would like put India on a map. That could potentially um, really give some hope to like some mm-hmm. of the artists like that are out there. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I I keep answering first. You wanna go? No, nah, ladies nah, first. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. So 
there were two stats that I read today. Mm-hmm. One of them was that one out of every eight people in central Indiana are black. Mm-hmm. And that Indianapolis is the 17th largest city right now. Which, we were like 13. 13. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many years ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like seven-ish years ago. So I was like, oh my goodness. We have a high population of black people in this city. And we're losing people by the day. Wow. So yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And I yeah. think it is that culture piece that we have lost over the last mm. however many decades, right? So like the reason that people want to stay in cities and maybe the reason why we can't draw people to the city as much mm-hmm. um, is maybe we need to boost our art scene and boost our cultural scene to what it was on Indiana Avenue, you know, in that's the right. 40s, 50s, yep. 60s. Yep. Well, I think yep. that's what we're missing. It, it, it's amazing what, what that reminds me of is just Nashville. Mm-hmm. And over the, the last few Absolutely, years, yeah. Like, how Where they took off, like the... Yeah. yeah. No, it, but, it, but even so, just like, imagine Nashville all black. And that's what Indiana Avenue was. I mean, right. it, was, it was clubs, it was bars, it was, you know, businesses, but it was like... Just all the creators that you could think about, a lot of the greats came from mm-hmm. Indy or traveled through right. Indy. When my great uncle passed away in, in Harlem, um, they had his you know, funeral at Jacob's funeral home, uh, you know, and just all of the Here. jazz greats came to Indy to see him. Like wow. Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, I mean, just all these, you know, p- pioneers in the industry. But yeah, Indy, Indy was hot, man. Indy was hot. Nah. Now, I think that'd be dope. Obviously, uh, some, some type of calling card. I think um, if you go outside the city, we struggle a little bit with identity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Indy, I usually is like, you from here, the food, that, that name of food. Right. Right. Kansas right. City Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Right. Place, right. 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 Nashville, mm-hmm. you know, um, New York, like plays, like some, yeah. something that people kind of, yeah. and I think we're really, we're really probably missing that. Are really trying to hold in on that. Yeah, I know right. the uh, amateur sports capital right. of the world is yeah. like what it was for a minute, but. Right. Right, yeah, yeah. We've got the parts. race. No, it's yeah. like, well, beyond that, yeah, I think the race is like we? one day, right? So right. I was like, I mean, well, could you really? Yeah, Gary made a good point, though. It's like just all those other places that you talked about was like in the creative space. I mean, you know, food mm, and, and, exactly. and art. Yeah, so that's like yeah. what India is actually lacking right now right. is that. I mean, it's cool to be a sport. I mean, New York got the Giants, Knicks, Net, I mean, you know, the all this food, stuff. Yeah. That's what people mention. What do you love about cities? It's right. the culture. Food. Right. Plays. So just, art, just yeah. a shameless plug, right? So for the, the the independent restaurants, like we really need to do a better job in my, in my belief to like support those independent restaurants. Absolutely. Obviously, like like I took it on the chin, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I take Absolutely. full responsibility. I, I could yeah. sustain through COVID. But I feel like there's a lot of other um, restaurants that are hurting and need Absolutely. your support. Yes. And I feel like so many times, unfortunately, and I dealt with it firsthand, we're so critical of these smaller businesses mm-hmm. that don't have the same resources. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, when we're looking for some type of sponsorship or something like that to give back, right. they're the first group we go to. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. That's yep. absolutely right. So really have to kind of figure out ways that we can support that because in order for that to be a part of the scene, mm-hmm. they have to be around. Right. Absolutely. Right. So just be mindful of that. Um, Every Tuesday, we go to a local place for dinner. That's awesome. Yeah, that's today. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tuesday. So <laughs> where are we are going today? So we got to find some place on the north side now. I got some recommendations for y'all. Okay. Uh, I got a little uh, Mexican joint down the street. Pretty dope. Uh, y'all been to, um, what's the wing spot? Um, R&R? Yeah, R&R. Okay. Yeah, there's one there's further down right? by us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's one in Michigan. Is it? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little bit. No. Have you been to 1933, the, the new north side one? No, I haven't. I've been to Havana. Okay. The little cigar joint. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I've heard about that. Yeah, We've dope. got options. 
So last question, I kind of leave um, the show asking this question to everyone. Um, and the, the, the name of the show, obviously, is Success in These Schools, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be two-part. Molly, you want to go first? Since you're going to answer first all night. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the one thing about success, right, or fulfillment, or whatever, whatever you, you hold there, right? Mm-hmm. Because as I'm learning anymore, right, you know, the term success is like, it, it's your own definition. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. so when I say success in these schools, I'm not just talking about monetary, like, all right, mm-hmm. you're going to have all rich people on the show. They're mm-hmm. going to talk about how to get rich. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, there's a lot of rich people that are miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, like, from just, like, it could be fulfillment. So, what is a successful, like, clue that you've learned mm-hmm. that you, you would share with yourself three years ago? Or something that you've learned, or something that you uncovered. Yikes. Um, I think I would tell myself not to be afraid of kind of the opposition and the naysayers that we Mm -hmm. talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. but to find motivation within that space. You know, to find, um, yeah, motivation within, again, every conversation and every point of opposition and use that as a driver. Right. I think for me, um, it's to celebrate every win. Mm. You know, the small ones, big ones. I mean, I think you know we get into the habit of just kind of waiting for that big, that big win or the, or the touchdown, yeah. right? But don't you know uh, celebrate the third down conversion or you know the tackle that stopped you know this progress. So I think you know for me, it's just like learning just how to celebrate those you know benchmarks of, of success along the way. You know, to you know get to where you, where you're going. No, I think that's a great one. I think so many of us, um, I, it, it, like, you put your ladder on this mountain and you think happiness mm-hmm. is once you reach the top. Right. Yeah. Then you reach right. the top and you realize, like, yo, my ladder was on the wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time. This, like, this ain't, this ain't <laughs> what I thought it was. <laughs> right? But, then, but through the climb, yeah, 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 in yeah, that yeah. journey, you was yeah. like, I can't, I can't. Celebrate that, like yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. For me, I'm celebrating every step of the ladder, man. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of what drives me forward. It gets it gets our nerves. He's teaching me that every, because every I am one of those yeah. people. I'll just keep climbing. I got. I'll just get there. So like, what next? Right. Like, yeah. What's next? Yeah. Uh, it's a um. It's it's a um. Man, this is like a parable of this. Uh, it's a it's a American businessman and it's a Mexican fisherman. Um, I think it's called the life. Um, it's like a song. But this American businessman goes to Mexico, right? They go fishing. And this little fisherman named Jose, like, got his little boat. Everybody's big boats. Jose go out, catch all the fish. Mm-hmm. He come back. You know what I'm saying? Dancing, uh-huh. right? He sells fish <laughs> off, right? And then American <laughs> businessman, like, yo, he brought his fish. like, yo, you a beast, yo. Like, I went out with this captain, boat three times bigger. And you like, you out fishers. Like, what's the secret? He's like, hey, Migo, come with me. I tell you. So Jose take him to his crib, right? He fry the fish. They outside. He's singing the guitar. He's singing playing, right? So then they go out again. So American businessman go Jose. Jose go out there. He a beast. He get mm-hmm. the fish in there, right? So the American businessman, what do we do? Now Jose, yo, yeah. you got a business here, right? Jose, like, oh yeah. <laughs> like tell me more. He's like, hey, we gonna we gonna like buy some more boats. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then what? And then, then we are gonna get more fish. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? He's like, and then we gonna like franchise it. He's out grow it, and then we gonna sell it. He's like, and then what? He's like, and then you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And Jose was like. I mean, I already do whatever yeah, I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's and a so good many people like yeah. it just like no, the ladder is just like no, celebrating every win is like yeah. bro. That is a great yeah, I reminder. I just caught a thousand fish today. Like you don't, you don't have yeah. to wait to be happy. Right. You don't have to wait to do what you want. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah, it. That's like, a great you can reminder. legit just like right now decide like yo, I'm grateful. I'm like, this yeah. Is, yeah. 
That's dope. what I want right now. That's dope. Yeah. No, that's Thank awesome. you for that. No, nah, no problem. Now, I appreciate you guys being on, man. This will not be the first time, I promise. <laughs> Obviously, some big news in the works. Yeah. yeah definitely, yeah, uh, yeah. very exciting <laughs> stuff. So, definitely want to uh, continue to share you guys' story as you guys evolve, as you continue to bring dope things to the city. I think um, this is a platform where I just want to share people's messages, man, mm -hmm. um, and give people the opportunity to share what they're doing, what they're all about, and, and also help others, right, and motivate that in other people that, mm -hmm. hey, man, it's possible. Mm -hmm. right, you can go out there and um, get creative and, and do yeah. your thing. So thank awesome. you all for coming on. Thank yeah, you right for on, having man. us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank brother. you so much. Right, so. Hey, next episode, Success Leaves Clues. Very excited to bring the next guest on, but if you like this, please share it with your friends. Also, go to GaryBrecker.com, subscribe to our newsletter. We would love to continue to add value for you. I'm so thankful for our guests, um, Alan Bacon, Miley Jeffers. I'm definitely not going to be the last time on. And I'm very excited about you guys being here. And I'm um, excited about uh, bringing you back in the near future. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Having we're getting a good time. Oh, sorry. So where can they find you at? Producers on it. Producers on it. <laughs> Yo. I'm slipping right now. But producer, like, nah, they, they where y'all at at, right? Like, right, right, where right. they at at? Where can yeah. they find you? All right. I'm Melina Simone everywhere. Melina Simone on Instagram, okay. on Twitter, melinasimone.com. That really yeah, sounds like yeah. a singing name. Yo, you might. No, no, that's Melina Simone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm Alan Bacon7 everywhere, uh, which I don't, where am I at, face? That's like your Gmail address, yeah, I mean, which shouldn't anybody use. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Alan Baker Seven. Uh, so, every, so seven is what's what's that? Like, so I pledged, and that was just my number. So uh, it's also just, my number. Yeah. So, Ooh, so you are a uh, Sigma. I play Sigma. Sigma. Yeah, yeah. And then and I'm an AK. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So do y'all rock? Is that like the is that the like natural Sigma AK or not? Like AK is rock with who? Oh, uh, just, I don't know. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.